showing up is half the battle. Daily show up with Darren Persinger. What is good? Glad you're here. Episode 345, Daily Show Up. Yesterday, do a quick review. Yesterday, we talked about building your business on a strong foundation, the importance of having your business be built on solid rock instead of just whatever, just jumping into business, going after things, it being very flimsy, getting wrapped up too much in the fads and trends of the day. So you can go back and listen to that episode. That'd be 344. Today, let's discuss three main business principles that we can take away from Jesus. These are main ones. There's a whole bunch that we could do, but I want to give you three main principles, business lessons. Stick around to the end. I might have a fourth if I remember and we have time and we get to it and it makes sense. So three main business principles that we can learn from Jesus and apply to our business, to our marketing, to sales. Number one, we'll call this miracles and message. Jesus not only shared a message, but he also offered miracles. He had demonstrations. He gave proof of what he was saying. So miracles and message. Take a look at your marketing. What kind of proof do you have when you are whatever it is that you're saying? Do you have proof to back it up? Can you show results? Can you help clients, your audience, people that are paying attention to you, can you help them get ahead, get out away from something to be rid of a pain or a problem or a frustration before they really need to commit to you? What can you do to show them and to help them get that proof, to get a result so that they can believe in what it is that you're saying? So can you help people take action and get results and see transformations in themselves. Part of the message is not just the message that you're sharing, but how you share it. Are you sharing stories? Are you sharing ideas that connect and resonate? One thing that Jesus did really well, and that's a funny line, I think. One thing that he did well, this Jesus guy, but one thing that he would do really well is find out who he was talking to and have context of how he would communicate with that person. It wasn't just a big generic message. You know, if we're talking about real estate, he just wouldn't go, yeah, buy a home because buying a home is good. He'd find out who he's talking to. He's talking to a shepherd. He would share a story about a shepherd. If he's talking to a tax collector or someone who's wealthy, he would talk about the importance of money or generous, being generous with your money and with your things. His stories would always connect and resonate to who he was talking with. There would be context with this. I'd also say that you could call him the original TikToker. Like he had, or shorts or reels. He would have stories. And most of the parables, I believe, probably could be told. They can definitely be read in less than a minute. So they're very short. They're very concise. They're contextual and they connect and resonate. The miracle is a message. Number two principle we could take away is strong calls to actions, or if you want to call them invitations. Are you just 
throwing your miracles, your demonstrations, your proof, your messaging, your stories, your content out to the marketplace, and then just hoping people get it, listen to it, and then they decide to do something with it. Or are you giving strong calls to actions and invitations like Jesus did? Jesus said, follow me 13 times in the gospels. He'd say, follow me, follow me. A strong call to action, follow me. He used those two simple words to call Peter, Andrew, James, and John to be his disciples. Just simple two words. And he used it 13 different times throughout the gospels. Follow me. Number three, you have to have a tight sphere of influence. Now, a lot of you might be operating with a bunch of people in your database. I had a client recently, a coaching client, had something like over 8,000 people in his database. And I was like, let's send out a quick message and decide who's who. I think only a little over 5,000 of those emails actually got out. The rest were like bounced or dead. So it had been so long since he communicated with them. The emails weren't even in use anymore. That's not a tight sphere. We weren't communicating with them effectively. And we definitely didn't know who they were, but we were afraid to communicate with them. So you got to know who it is that you're communicating with. A tight sphere. I like to define these as difference of contacts versus connections. Contact is someone that you have contact information with. Could be a physical mailing address, email address, connection on social media, phone number, something like that. But all you really have is a contact. And this is what that client had. He had some piece of contact, but he had no connection, no connection with them, right? So if you look at Jesus, he had his 12 apostles. He had many followers. He had many disciples, but he had his core group, his 12 apostles. Now in our business, we believe that you need at least 30. We believe that you need 30 connections. You can have as many contacts as you want. There's benefit in limiting that on how you communicate and the cost effectiveness and things like that. But when it comes to connections, we believe that you need 30. Jesus had 12. You're going to need 30. You're going to need about two and a half times more. The reason why is you're not Jesus. All right. So you need a tight sphere. Let's do a quick recap on those. And I'll give you this bonus one. Miracles and message. You have to have some proof. You need to have some results. You need to help people take action, get results, and see transformations before they might actually start to believe. Share stories and ideas that connect and resonate. Keep them tight. Have them under a minute. Have strong calls to actions, invitations for what it is that you're doing. Make it very clear, very specific. Do not be afraid to ask people to do something. Number three, you have a tight sphere. Understand the difference between contacts and connections, and you're going to need about 30 connections. Here's a bonus for you. If you're looking to develop a team and have some leverage in your business and within your life, and what we do with the real estate team of one, even though you might be operating solo or independently, you still want leverage through others. You're still going to have people involved. So this is still a good tip for you to follow, this bonus tip. If you're building a team, you want to model behavior and beliefs that you want your team to have. This is something that Jesus did really well while he was discipling, while he had his followers, when they were going out from town to town, whatever they were doing, 
he was modeling the behavior that he wanted them to have after he was gone so that he was building a team that like, if you've heard the idea of, does your business survive if you go on a vacation for a couple of weeks? Well, Jesus was gone after the crucifixion, rose again, came back, hung out for a little while, and then was gone. But look at where Christianity is, lots of followers today. So the team that you're developing, are you just telling people what to do? Are you just setting up operations and manuals and SOPs? Or are you actually modeling the behavior that you want them to do? Thanks for showing up. But remember, showing up is half the battle. Three things that you can do right now that are more than just showing up. Number one, sign up for my emails, darrenpersinger.com slash email. Number two, subscribe to my YouTube channel, darrenpersinger.com slash YouTube. Number three, join Project Ritu, coaching for solo real estate agents, projectritu.com.